Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are now at the conclusion of Judges chapter 4, looking at verses 23 and 24 from the New King James Version. This has been an exciting chapter and the, uh, the prophecy that, you know, we thought would be fulfilled one way, God fulfilled a different way, but it was still fulfilled. In this chapter, we met Deborah. She is the fourth judge. We also met, met Barak, and we met um, the wife of Heber, and her name is Jael. And she played a very important role in this uh, chapter because she's the woman who fulfills the prophecy and not the prophetess uh, Deborah. But let's listen to verses 23 and 24 from the New King James Version. It reads, So on that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, in the presence of the children of Israel. And the hand of the children of Israel grew stronger and stronger against Jabin, king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. Again, Judges chapter 4, verses 23 and 24 from the New King James Version, which gives it the title Deborah and the commentary title Deborah and Barak. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Judges chapter 4, verses 23 and 24 from the New King James Version. This is again the pattern of the cycle that the children of Israel always seems to go through. So we're at the end of that four-step cycle. It began with apostasy. Then judgment. In this case, it was King Jabin, uh, the king of uh, the Canaan of Canaan, and his general Sisera. They were used uh, by God to bring his children to repentance, which is the third uh, part of the cycle. And then the last part of the cycle is deliverance, and we're at that point right now in this section. God has delivered them out of the hands of uh, Jabin, king of Canaan. We see in this section the uh, glory and joy of Israel. Barak, their leader, finds his enemy, Sisera, dead. Sisera was slain, as prophesied, by the hand of another, as prophesied. And it was also prophesied that uh, the Lord would deliver Sisera into the hand of a woman. And that was fulfilled. Jael is the woman whose hand 
destroyed the great general. But back to my commentaries. Uh, Cicero was slain as prophesied by the hands of another, and that was Jael, wife of Heber, also as prophesied. Even though Barak and his men slew all of uh, the, the men that they came against, Cicero fled, and he fled to the tent of Jael, where he met his death. But let me continue. Um, even though Barak, okay, I read that already, uh, he cannot, Barak couldn't take credit for the death of Sisera because he insisted upon Deborah's going with him. And Deborah prophesied. She told him that, you know, Sisera is going to fall, but it won't be your victory because uh, he's going to die in the, you know, he's going to sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. So uh, his life would be taken by a woman. And of course, as we were reading, we would think, okay, surely Deborah is speaking of herself, but she was only speaking prophetically of J.L. Who but God would have thought that the prediction would be fulfilled in the way that it was? And it was fulfilled in that J.L. Um, took a tent peg and a hammer and hammered um, the sleeping general's head into the floor. And, you know, that's a gruesome sight. And I won't even tell you what some of the other commentaries had to say about it. It's even more gory than that. So we'll just move on. And the children of Israel grew stronger and stronger. The battle against Sisera was important, but it did not end the struggle. Israel could not possibly think the war was over when King Jabin was still alive and probably still had armies. So the battle was, you know, one battle did not end the war. They had to finish the job until they had destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. The war was not over. It wasn't going to be over until they did what God told them to do. And they should have done it before, but now they're handling it. But let me continue. Israel is completely delivered out of the hands of Jabin, the king of Canaan. And they not only shook off his yoke by this day's victory, but they continued the war against him until they had destroyed him, he and his nation. The enemy is named three times in these last two verses and called King of Canaan. And again, his name is Jabin, King of Canaan, and, and said it three times. He was destroyed. And so thoroughly was he destroyed that Matthew Henry says that he does not remember reading the name Kings of Canaan anymore after this. The children of Israel would not would have prevented a great deal of mischief if they had done sooner, if they had sooner destroyed the Canaanites, as God told them to, as God both commanded and enabled. They had his power to do it, and they didn't. But better to be wise late and by wisdom, by experience, than never wise. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we come to the end of chapter 4, we've met another judge. We've met Deborah and Barak, who also was considered 
uh, a judge along with her. But they work together. And thank you for the work of your Holy Spirit in that, you know, she was able to prophesy and, you know, encourage Barak. She encouraged the army, even though it was small, to go against the mighty army that was bigger than they were. And they still were victorious. And God, we thank you for the strength that you put in us. That it's supernatural. We can't explain it. We can't explain how things uh, work out until we look back and see that it was nobody but you, Father. It was your hand the entire time guiding us. Father, we thank you that you do give us a chance to learn, uh, um, get wise late, because sometimes we do have to pay for wisdom by experience, and sometimes a price it's a price um more than we're willing to pay but you know when we choose to go our own way instead of following the lead of the Holy Spirit that's what happens we have to pay for just like the children of Israel when you know that's that set second well that first step apostasy and then judgment and repentance father we thank you that you are a forgiving God and we thank you for that God, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. And this is the time when all of your, the things that you want to say to God, this is the time that as you're thinking and praying and reflecting, that you can t- uh, take this time and ask uh, for what you feel that, you know, is a burden in your heart right now. And also time to thank God for being a God who hears, who listens, who cares. And we praise him. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.